0: I wanna show you how to charge premium prices, and I'm gonna do so by comparing these two products. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm your CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals and coaches grow their coaching businesses online without the grinds and helping you build your wealth in the process. Now, if you're here sure and you wanna charge premium prices, For a service or a product, I'm gonna show you a few nuances that I think will really, really help you out. But before I get into that, let's look at why you should charge premium prices in the first place. I'm gonna talk about this in the context of coaching service-based stuff first, and then I'll touch on with the product. From a coaching perspective, when you charge premium prices, the most important reason why you wanna do that is because you will get better quality clients. In a coaching relationship, people have to show up and do the work. If you charge nothing, they have nothing invested and they will not do the work. If you charge a lot of money, they're not going to let that money go to waste. They will show up and do the work and that means they get better results. So when people say like, why do you charge so much? The answer is because you are worth it. You are charging your clients premium dollars because it's in their best interest. They will get a better result. That's the fundamental reason why I believe charging more is very, very important. The second reason, obviously, is for you, the business owner, you'll just have way better margins more profit. And because your company revenue will grow, you know, all things being equal, you'll have more money to spend to acquire more clients, to build a great team, to build a great business that produces even better deliverables and experiences for your clients. So everyone wins when you charge premium prices. If you've ever stayed in the Four Seasons Hotel, you know, it's like north of 750 bucks a night, very different experience than Motel 6, which is, what, 90 bucks a night? And the thing with pricing is no one says you have to price this way like no one says like you can't charge that much we're we're the board of pricing you can't do this there's no board of pricing pricing is 100 in your head from a coaching perspective even from a product perspective so often we project our own limiting beliefs on what we believe other people are willing and able to pay do not make that mistake I did that for too long, and I know a lot of other people who do as well. They undercharge for their services and they become a martyr in the service of other people. From a product perspective, and I'm gonna show you two, examples of this in a second, you create a better product. Like, it's that simple, like if you if you charge more, now again, obviously there's ethics involved here because I do know many people in the supplement space who get really shit quality ingredients on the cheap and then rack up margins to like north of 10 to 20 times their cost of goods sold. So, you know, there's a certain amount of ethics in play there, whether you're selling a supplement or a non-consumable product. But essentially, if you charge more, it gives you wiggle room to have a higher cost of goods sold, which ideally means you've got better quality materials in that, right? If you look at a car, a $10,000 car, if there are any, is a very different quality car than a car that's 150 or $200,000, right? If you buy a house for $10 million, if you look at another house that's $100,000, there's a very big difference in quality, right? Quality of materials, quality of the build, the location. So I think inherently we all know you get what you pay for in life. Maybe the only exception to that that I can think of is wine, because there are some phenomenal wines that are twenty bucks, and you don't have to spend two hundred dollars for a good bottle. But for most other things, the cheaper things are generally cheaper, and this even comes down to marketing. Like cheap leads are cheap leads, like they're fundamentally a different species than higher cost leads. It's crazy. But anyways, so I'm gonna I'm gonna show you two products here. So this is uh, the energy powder that I developed in my own kitchen, my previous business, and I believe it still sells. I sold the company a couple years ago. The reason I built this is because I'm a big fan of green juicing and alkalinity in general. And everyone's like, hey, what green powder do you recommend for many, many years? And I was like, shit, I'll just create my own. So parted up with an amazing raw superfood company that sourced all the ingredients. Everything was organic, non-GMO, all that kind of stuff. And then I experimented in my own kitchen and we created this amazing blend, ate superfood ingredients, it's really good. And from day one, one of our competitors was, was Athletic Greens. Now what was interesting back in the day, if I recall, is Athletic Greens was always more expensive than this. Now we charge, I don't even know, 70 bucks, 60 bucks, somewhere in the neighborhood for a jar of this. And I wish I can compare apples to apples, but this is, I believe more than, yes, 45 servings. So this is a travel pack of Athletic Greens and I have no affiliation to Athletic Greens. I mean, obviously my own business, my own previous creation, there's a bit of an association to that. The normal 30 month supply of Athletic Greens has 30 servings, this has 45. Okay, so just one distinction there. But the price for Athletic Greens is actually higher even at this current time. This is just a sample travel pack. I didn't wanna bring out the big one because it's in my kitchen. Now I will say that Athletic Greens, has done an absolutely phenomenal job. Chris Ashenden, CEO of the company. It's just incredible, a great job and all the power to you because what they have done, this is an example of focus. I talk a lot about this in my videos. When you're spread thin, you can't focus. And the problem with our My previous business was that this was one of dozens upon dozens upon dozens of products that we had. And therefore we couldn't devote all of our attention and focus on making this as amazing as Athletic Greens has. Athletic Greens, I just recently purchased this. In fact, I actually, it's been, I don't even know, 10, 15 years since I last tried it. And I like just blown away by the experience. Like when the box comes, you open it, the way it's all laid out, the quality of the materials, well done, like well done to the highest level of like, I'm very seldomly blown away by customer experience, user interface, stuff like that, but Athletic Greens has absolutely nailed it. And the reason for that, I think, is because they have one product, as far as I know. I mean, I don't think they have anything else. It's this, that's it, right? And so, just done such an amazing job. So anyways, two products, both greens packers, this one cost, I would say, we'll call it 50% more than this one. Why is that? Well, let's talk about positioning for a second. When you look at the ingredients of Athletic Greens, this replaces a lot of stuff you would otherwise have to spend money on. This doesn't. And right there, that's a huge competitive advantage from a positioning standpoint. They're saying, I shouldn't say they're saying, the interpretation is, I don't have to buy a probiotic. I don't have to buy a multivitamin. I don't have to buy all this extra stuff because all of that is in here. And if you look at the daily values of all these, all the different vitamins and minerals, it's like, 100%, 1100%, 800%, like it's like, holy cow, like it's crazy. And then you compare it to energy greens, which is still an amazing product. And it's 18%, 3% and nowhere even near that. So what this has to do with pricing, is that if you can offer something that is going to save people money in other aspects of their life where they would otherwise have to pay you can charge a premium for that and very often it's not that people think your thing is too expensive it's often that it's not expensive enough and this is a very big mindset shift that i had is that when someone says it's too expensive As an example, if you're speaking with a potential coaching client, it's that they don't see the value. And so instead of you dropping your prices, what could you include so that you could keep the price where it is or even take it higher so that they'd be like, hell yes. Here's an example from our business. So our Health Business Accelerator coaching program is a done with you coaching program. It's amazing. It's also premium priced. A little while ago, we started thinking about the fact that we have many clients who are very busy health practitioners who don't have the time to do the work that we're asking them to do right they got to build out their stuff you know their marketing and so we said why don't we offer a done for you solution which is literally almost double the price and when the right people are presented that it's a no-brainer for them but what was happening before that is we were losing clients in some cases because they didn't want to do the work to so the amount that they had to we're not an agency just to be clear so what was happening was that it wasn't that our price was too high. It's that it wasn't high enough with considering the value that we could provide in that space. So by saying, listen, we understand that you're busy. You don't want to have to build this thing out. What if we did this for you and the price is just here for the right person? That's a hell yes opportunity. And it's been a, a tremendous addition to how we present our coaching program. And it's the same thing here. It's like this is good, but this is better. It's more expensive, but it's more valuable because it has more value inherent in the products it's going to give you more daily value of vitamins and minerals probiotics adaptogens all that kind of stuff you're not getting the same level of that in the energy greens although the energy greens is good right it's a good product and i'm really proud of it but you know sometimes you compare it to other stuff and you're like shit, they've done a better job. And so when you think about raising your prices or how to charge more, try not to think about, oh my God, people won't be able to afford this. It doesn't matter what you charge, there's always gonna be people who can't afford it, just like there are always gonna be people who can afford it. Airlines have business or first class, and economy, right? Most airlines do. And if you look at the plane, most of the plane is economy and there's a small percentage at the front, that's business or first class. But here's the thing is they make the most profit on those limited number of seats at the front of the plane. However, what's interesting is that the most trafficked route on the planet is New York, Los Angeles. And a number of years ago, American Airlines was flying the A321, I believe, or the A320 from New York to Los Angeles. And I believe it was 10 times a day. Now what was interesting about this plane is almost the entire plane was business class. And they did this because they recognized that it was the most profitable routes, and it was the route that you had a lot of business people, celebrities, media personalities, going back and forth, back and forth, and therefore they wanted a better experience. So this route, and they also have JFK to San Francisco, which I believe is very similar, this route is now almost exclusively business class, at least on American, I'm sure there might be some other airlines, but from what I remember and recall, that was part of the reasoning behind that. So had they not introduced a premium solution, there would have been many unhappy travelers in that process. And this is what I want you to think about is not about how do people afford me, it's how do I work with the right type of people that I wanna work with, and that are gonna be a joy to work with, and from a financial perspective, are gonna bring the most value in terms of dollars into your business so you can have more profit, so you can create a better experience. And if you have a better experience for them, well, guess what? They're gonna use you more often or come back to you or work with you more often as opposed to not. So I will tell you an airlines I will never fly on again. And that's gonna be uh I can't even remember the name of it to be honest. <laughs> it's not Alaska, it's the other one that's kind of like that. And I that's how bad it is. Like I can't even remember the airlines because there was no business class. There was no assigned seating and it's not Southwest. And it was just like a free-for-all. And I'm sitting in the seat and I'm like, this is the worst experience ever. I, I, I Why would I wanna subject myself to this ever again? And if I had the choice between, let's say paying 500 bucks a ticket and $1,500 a ticket for business class, I will always take business class because that's the standard I've set for myself. And it's just a better experience. I wanna arrive at my destination feeling refreshed, feeling I had a nice travel day, as opposed to being crammed and cranky and tight and sore and tired and there are always going to be people in the world who want the best i am one of them there are people who are called maximizers maximizers want the best in everything they want the best you know clothing cars they want to finish first on the leaderboard these are people by nature who are competitive and they want the best of the best of the best and it's a lot of fun to work with people like this because they are high performance individuals but when you price your stuff too low, you literally just bypass them. Like they're not even interested in anything that's a lower price. So as an example, when I bought my McLaren, I bought the mclaren because number one it's an amazing car to drive but second because there's an element of exclusivity very few people have mclarens compared to lambos and ferraris and for me being a maximizer someone who wants the best in every aspect of my life that was part of the ego boost that i would get around having something that was exclusive and this is what you have to think about with premium pricing is there are a very large number of people who want the best they want the best experience they want the best results they wanna to brag to their friends that they work with the best trainer, the best coach, the best whatever, and that's part of who they are. Now at the other side of the spectrum is Walmart and Costco and the, the beaters that have you know three flat tires. You don't have to serve that audience it's your choice right again no one's holding a guncher at saying you have to do this and so when we talk about charging premium prices it really comes down to your philosophical decision about how you want to run your business because walmart and costco are very successful businesses don't get me wrong but it's a very different business model right compared to a premium priced type of solution but for me I like creating experiences and user experiences that are just at another level. You know, it's a very different experience going into a McLaren dealership and having a personal relationship with everyone there because I'm one of only a couple people in Toronto that have these cars compared to going to even BMW, which I also have, and you're just another number, right? So when premium pricing comes into the equation, it's not just about the value someone's getting. It's not just about the fact that you can provide a better quality of service and more stuff for them that's going to ultimately help them get a better result. It is the self-identity that they are tapping into. The self-identity of feeling special, exclusive, you know, different from everyone else. And this is also what designer brands tap into, right? A Gucci bag, I don't even know the thousands of dollars that it costs. What do they wear for use Gucci bags that cost that, that are maybe not even that great quality, maybe some of them are, I don't know. Or even wear t-shirts with, you know, Louis Vuitton on it for 700 a thousand dollars. Why? Because it's what the brand says about the person. It's not that the shirt necessarily is a thousand times better than something else. It's that when someone walks around with that name on their shirt, when other people see that person, there is a certain level of status that is implied to that individual. And this is part of the psychology of premium pricing. And this may not apply in all situations or necessarily service-based businesses all the time, but generally, there is a good segment of the market in any market you are in who want the best. They understand that you get what you pay for. They understand that if I'm gonna pay a premium, I'm most likely gonna get great results. I'm gonna have a good experience and this is gonna be better off for me than if I had a cheaper solution. As I often say, you can't expect Ferrari performance at Honda Civic prices. So with that said, I hope you found this video well. If you'd like to understand when to increase your prices and exactly how to do so, then watch the next video, which is right here or one of these sides of the video. I'll walk you through it in that video. But while you're here, remember to subscribe to the channel, hit the bell, do the stuff to make sure you're notified of any new videos that we're launching on a weekly basis to help you grow a very successful business. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to seeing you in the next video. Go there now and let's dive in.